pokey. But, you know, anyway, I've got it back now, so that's good. So, who was that wild one? Woo! Yeah, so that was awesome. And I recommend it for next year if anyone is planning on going. Um, yeah, so you definitely missed out if you didn't go. Um, <laughs> um, so to, when we were there, a person called Peter Toggs preached a message on take the next step. Now, I want to add two words onto this and five letters and to change up a little bit and it's how to take the next step. Ooh, yeah, so no, no matter where you are with your walk with God, whether you're, <laughs> whether you're a non-Christian or a Christian, I want you to just, um, I want to be able to encourage you of how to take the next step if you don't know how to. So, um, after reading John 2, I really, you know, God stirred in my heart. Two, three steps in order to take the next step. One, surrender. Two, listen. And three, be willing. So, I'm going to read John 2, 1 to 11 and then get started. All right, so, now this story is when the first um, miracle Jesus did, turning water into wine. So, the it says the next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. Dear woman, that's not, a, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby were six, st- six stone water jar- jars used for the Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the masters of the ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of the ceremony tasted the water, that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from. So that's where I'm, all I'm going to read. So now let's look at number one, and I'm going to break it down. So number one, surrender. So right at the beginning it says, do whatever he tells you, talking about God. So, and I believe that, you know, after coming back, being a wild one, it's really just about, you know, saying, God, I'm going to give you my life. I'm no longer going to do what is my will, but I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. You know, so whether God tells you, go to this place, go, I'm going to go to this place. God says, Go back. I'm going to go back. When God says, go talk to that person you've never talked to before, go do it. You know, listening to everything God tells you to do because that is what we need to do in order to surrender and say, my life is no longer mine. My life is to do God's will on this place and bring glory to his name. And that is what, you know, being able to, to surrender to what God is telling you, to, telling you to do. And so, yeah, it's like, and that's straight up when, um, straight up in the beginning, it says, do whatever he tells you to like, because God knows the beginning and the end. He knows everything that's going to be able to be done. So, you know, doing what he tells us is so important in taking that next step and being able to fulfill the plan and calling that God has got on your life. So number two, listen. Now, listen is really different to hearing, you know, how we can always hear things. But listening is different. It is taking what you've heard and putting it into action and doing what they said. Now, all right, so when we read, then it says, Standing nearby were Jewish ceremonial washings. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Now, does everyone know how much that is in litres? Anyone? I'll tell you. It is 75 to 115 litres. Now, I've got here a 1.25 litre bottle. Guess how many of these we'd have to take to fill up 
one of those smaller, one of the 75 liters. Like how many of these water bottles would I need to fill up that jar? 60. I would need 60 of these water bottles to go into that jar to fill it right to the top, all right? So that's quite a lot of water to fill that. So now when Jesus said, fill the jars with water, right? Now, can you imagine one similar to this? Now, because we know like with using mass and stuff that 75 litres is equivalent to 75 kilo, kilograms, we know that. So including the weight of the actual jar, that is way too heavy because that's like a full-grown person right there to have to carry all the way to that well, fill it up and carry it all the way back. That's way too much. So what they would have to do, they had to grab buckets, they would have to walk all the way to the thing, get the water, walk all the way back, fill it. Now, I'm a person, right? Who has to take the groceries in from shopping? Does anyone have to do that? Now, I am a person, when I go, when mum says, oh, can you please help bring the, um, the groceries? I'll go to the boot and I'll see, I'll open it, and there is just bags everywhere. Like, honestly, we have food. If you know our house, we have food everywhere. And so the, our boot is just packed to the brim of bags and stuff. So what I hate doing two trips, like this is me, I hate it. So what I'll do is I'll go there, I'll become Hulk, man. Like I will just, I will go, I'll grab like four bags in this arm, five in this one, um, toilet paper on my, under my arm, a couple of bottles, and I'll walk. I will walk and I'll be like struggling half a trip. I'm like, no, I'm not doing two trips. I'm not doing two trips until I, then I like bang on the door. Someone open the door. And then so if someone gets in, you just like drop you like, oh, I made it. Didn't have to do two trips. That was great, you know. Um, and so then, and so I'm the person that hates having to do trips. But remember, in this story, they would have had to do more than one trip to that well because they had to feel that God said, feel it to the brim. And when we, have, when we listen to God and take the next step, it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be what we want to do. But in order to see the, the power and God's glory, we have to do things that we don't always want to do. Um, yeah. So then now that moves on to my second point, be willing. Now, this is another crazy story when I was looking into this. Um, now, does anybody know what those jars were actually used for? So a jar like this, imagine it like really huge actually. Now, people to come to these ceremonies would have to travel really long distances to get to these places. And these were used for cleaning. So what they'd do is you'd rock up with your camel and all your stuff. You'd come, you'd come to these jars and you'd wash your hands and your feet. Now, after you've been in the garden or a day of playing exercise, swimming, been in the car for eight hours, you know, you're a bit stinky, you're a bit sweaty, you know, not all that fun stuff that you want to do. You want to get in a warm shower. But this is what, this is their like equivalent to a bath, right? So the jars, can you imagine, filled with dirt, sweat, yuck. Just think of that stinky sock, Sean, you know, just, <laughs> just the, like imagine the stinky socks in form of water in a jar. Like it is just not the place you want to be drinking from, let me tell you. So, um, so then when, so when Jesus said after they'd filled it and Jesus said, now dip some out. So grab some water with a cup, you know, grab it and take it to the master of ceremonies. Now this master was like the leader of it all, like conducting it, making sure it's flowing nicely. So he's like you having a guest over that's very like, you know, you admire this person. They're kind of someone very important in your life. Going to your bath that your whole family is bathed in after a long day of just working hard and sweating and putting it into a cup and giving it to them. Like, would anyone do that? Get bath water and give it to their guests. Like, just think about that. Like, that is pretty disgusting when you think of it. 
So when it says, and so that's when my third point is be willing. Are we willing to do things that sound so crazy and unnatural and just, just weird to think about? Like I would never, if God told me, all right, go, yep, I want you to fill up that bar. I want you to fill up a cup of the dirtiest bath water you can and give it to this person. Like, like that is just disgusting. And so when, when Jesus says that, can you imagine what the servants would be thinking? They're like, I would have hated to be that servant that had to go, yeah, you know, um, Jesus told me to give, give you this, you know. Like, that is just gross. But then from that servant going, listening from the beginning of surrendering and saying, do whatever he tells you, that was when the miracle and the glory of God was able to come to pass because we, he was saying, I don't care what I look like. Like I said, I don't care if I look like a wild one or look like a weirdo because in the natural, because God doesn't work in the natural. He works in the supernatural and he knows what we need to do in order. It takes us being willing to go, I don't care what I look like. I don't care. I'm doing this for God, not for my own reputation. And so um, um, at the start of, at the end of last year in September when Maroon Shaw got married, shout out, um, um, we had a, like me and two of my cousins in Carmel, we, we went to this, um, we were staying all together and we wanted to have just like this prayer session and we were just like, you know, praying God for this, all these things. And God really gave me a vision in that time when we were just in God's presence. Um, and it was this flower that was, you know, covered with these thorns. And um, what, at the moment, I didn't know what it was, but it was, this, it was this beautiful flower that was just surrounded by these thorns that were just holding it down and not able to go anywhere. But as, after those thorns started to break away and those roots started to die, this beautiful, like, vineyard and all these trees and forests just start, began to grow and <clears throat> all these people were able to harvest from that. And at that moment, I really didn't know what God was trying to speak through that. I was like, this is, this is good. Like, this is probably just, you know, nothing. But then when I was reading Luke 8, 4 to 8, it said, the seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while and they fall away when they face temptation. The seed that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message but are too quickly the message is crowded out by others others that care and riches and pleasures of this life and never grow into maturity so um what this is really like touched me saying am i surrendering to god am i listening to god and am i being willing am i allowing myself to listen to what god's saying saying, I'm going to do your will over mine and, and therefore am I allowing other things to control my life? Like am I letting other things like um, what people say about me? Am I letting social media? Am I caring too much about what other people think of me or listening and wanting to take the next step, wanting to take the next step in what God has called me to do? And so that's when I just think it's, you know, we have to be, we have to surrender like I said, you know, surrendering, saying, God, I give you my life. I give you, I'm now a person for you, a temple for you, and knowing I want your will over my own. It's taking listening. And if you don't, ways you can listen to God, and he can talk to you through the Bible, through the word of God. He can talk to you through other people, through messages, through worship, through visions. There are so many things. If you just listen to God and take the time in his atmosphere, you will be able to hear what he's telling to you and being willing. Like, honestly, are we willing to lose friends to do the thing of God? Are we willing to um, go to church every Sunday instead when we could be playing sport? 
you know, being willing to do these things that not many people are actually willing to do. So yeah, I'm just going to close in prayer and cool. All right, so Lord, I just thank you for tonight that you allow people to really let this message, you know, seek into their hearts, even myself included. And I just thank you that you're able to, um, we're able to be in a country where we can freely worship you. I pray that we, in this youth group, we have a whole bunch of wild ones and that we are able to, you know, see school revolutions in Port Lincoln and just able to see so many young people rising up and um, taking over and fulfilling all these um, places that need to be filled. 